Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back. We appreciate you tuning in. Justin Ankry, Westmore on the road here at War Memorial Stadium getting ready for the Little Rock Touchdown Club lineup. And we don't know all who is coming, but I do know three guys that will be here. Sam Pittman, Nathan Brown from Central Arkansas, and Butch Jones, the head coach at Arkansas State, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Because, Coach, we couldn't wait for your touchdown club appearance. We had to get you on before that. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to uh, talk with you guys. And I know it's an exciting day today when you announce the lineups, and I'm just really proud and excited to be a part of that. So always been a part of it basically everywhere we've been. So always look forward to that time in Little Rock. Yeah, David does a great job. He's got a great team, and I'm looking forward to seeing who else he's bringing in. We went over the lineup the last few years, and it is, uh, it's is—it's been a good run and a good ride. And We almost forget all these uh, Hall of Famers we've had on the show over the last couple of years because of their efforts, so we're looking forward to another year. But first things first, Coach, you got to get a football team ready for the season, so we're early on in camp here. And just uh, give me kind of an update 10 days in or so. Well, you're exactly right. Uh, we're still early in. We finished practice. Five yesterday. Uh, we have our off day today, but we're still in the infant stages of really building our personality, uh, building our identity of who we're going to be and who we're going to become. But I'm excited about this team. I think, you know, from a mentality standpoint, from a culture standpoint, uh, it's night and day different. You know, everybody that comes in, we've had a, a number of NFL scouts already have made their way through coming to practice and they can notice the size, the speed different and just the overall mentality. But we still have a long ways to go, but really excited. And, you know, leadership for us, you know, from building this program this year three now, and, you know, we're really developing from the ground up. And so right now still we only have 11 seniors in our football program and 18 juniors. So a total of 29 upperclassmen, so to speak, so their leadership. And then obviously I'm really excited about, you know, the back-to-back classes we've been able to bring in the last two years. Really excited about this class. A lot of kids in the state of Arkansas that have really showed up as true freshmen are doing a great job. It's their first lap around the track, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, I like uh, I like their skill set, and I like their mentality, and I like their character and their competitive character as well. Coach, we, in fact, had someone on our uh, text line uh, tell us that Cedric Hawkins from Stuttgart was really uh, shining in camp early so far. Uh, of course, I haven't been up there to see that from my own eyes, but uh, can you give us a report on him? Yeah, Cedric's doing a really good job. and You know, he's had a really, really good summer, and he's come in. And, again, it's all about character and competitive character, and that's what he has just like the rest of the players as well. So we're excited. He brings another dynamic in terms of speed, elusiveness and toughness so we've been really excited about him well we've waited a couple of questions before we asked you about your quarterback so (laughs) i'm gonna break i'm gonna break it and end it right there uh what do you see out of your quarterbacks well i think you know i'm excited about all three that are competing for the job with jackson daly who we were able to redshirt last year but he had the ability to play in the four games Jalen Rayner's the true freshman out of North Carolina who's really, really benefited from being an early enrollee in the in the spring. And you could see it. He does not look like a freshman. Uh, he has another element of the ability to also run the football. And then J.T. Stroud, our transfer from Tennessee and Colorado. And I think for us, we need all three to get better. As you know, you need more than one quarterback. But we'll take our time. And when really when it happens, it happens. And, 
That's what I've learned is you never rush these situations. We need all these individuals to grow and continue to get better. And then when it happens, it happens. We never put a timeline on it. Coach, when you say you need more than one, sometimes you, you needed more than one in the same game at times. Do you anticipate playing two guys in, in, a, in a game or maybe having packages for certain players and, and using more than one quarterback? Yeah, if that comes to that, you know, we'll have some different packages for, you know, some of their skill sets. But, you know, everywhere I've been, I always like to kind of hone in on a starter and let that be the guy. But, you know, the next guy is one snap away and the next guy is two snaps away. But, you know, if they earn the right to play, then they'll play. Uh, But, you know, for right now, we just want them to focus on the process of being the best that they can be every single day and, you know, when, when you, we always use the analogy, compete, don't compare. And the th- thing about these individuals is they're very, very competitive, but they also work well as a group. They coach each other up. So uh, I've been excited. I see the progression from practice one to practice five with everything that they've been able to do. So, you know, we just need those individuals to get better, and then we'll make a decision when that time warrants. Talking to Butch Jones on the brand of moving and storage hotline, getting ready for the upcoming season for Arkansas State. The Red Wolves open September 2nd in Oklahoma before they get to host Memphis for their home opener on September 9th. I know it doesn't impact you guys this season, Coach, and the Sun Belt hasn't had any activity as far as movement goes, but uh, what are your thoughts on all this craziness happening with expansion and movement from these teams around the country? Well, it's really kind of hard to put your head around it at times. And I think that's just kind of the lay of the land right now and the landscape that we're in. And I've been so focused on us at Arkansas State, but I got a phone call a few weeks ago that told me this was going to be happening. And I think, again, it's the ability to really adapt and adjust. I think the great thing about the Sun Belt is we've kind of really kind of stayed true to who we are in terms of regional rivalries all the things that go into making of a conference and, you know, playing in the Sunbelt conference, I think absolutely the best group of five conference. And really, I think with expansion and everything that goes into it now, you know, a lot of these jobs, a lot of these institutions, a lot of our programs in the Sunbelt would rival some of the, the lower power five programs at different conferences. And I think if you just look at the, the, the recent activity of the results, that we've had. And, you know, I always say it's a mini SEC. Um, you know, I have such great respect for the SEC and being in that conference for nine years. And when you come to the Sun Belt, it's kind of a lot, maybe scaled down version. It's all relative, but it's really the same philosophies, great fan bases, great supportive fan bases, but also the administrations and then the recruiting bases that you have. So it's a very, very challenging conference to say the least. Coach, a big story across the state last week and late last week was the, the weather, the heat. Did it change uh, y'all's plans and what you were doing? No, it didn't. Uh, we changed our training camp routine last year, and we practiced in the morning. And so we were able to kind of beat the heat. Now it was still hot out there, but we got a little break yesterday. We went in the stadium. We had a great, great wind behind us. And so, you know, it was great. But we need to practice in the heat. When we go play at Oklahoma – on ESPN, 11 o'clock, the first game out of college game day, we got to be ready to go. And then there's a different humidity factor when you play on grass as well. But for us, we've been practicing in the mornings, and we'll switch it around. We'll also have some evening practice to kind of simulate uh, some starting times at 6 o'clock. You know, we're excited about September. We have three home games in September, 
first time we've had that, and all three start at 6 p.m. So there's also getting you know used to playing under the lights and all that. But the heat really has not affected us too much. Yesterday we had UAPB's new head football coach on, Alonzo Hampton, and I asked him about being picked last in the SWAC and how, you know, they, they are. They know about it, and they're using a little bit of a motivation, but he said they're not worried about it because, you know, that's on paper, and then no games have been played yet. You guys were picked towards the bottom of the Sun Belt. Uh, is that something you use uh, to the guys, show them those, uh, those predictions and, and use it as motivation? Well, our players are very aware of that, but really – we're responsible for what we create on a daily basis. And so really it's more about us than what we create. We trust the process. And, you know, a lot of times these predictions are based off of what last year's teams did. So, you know, I've learned over the course of time, you really don't spend too much time thinking about it. You know, you have so much to working with this football team. And that's the exciting thing about college football is no two teams are ever the same. Every year is a new opportunity, new leadership, new roles for players in your program. Obviously, now with the transfer portal, uh, your faces change quite frequently. So no two teams are ever the same. So for us, we just got to work to be the team that we want to be. You know, I see the complete change in the culture and the program and players that want to be here and they want to compete in their work capacity every single day. They understand the expectations, the principles and values we have. So it's been really very encouraging to see all that happen. But as we all know, it gets back to understanding and playing winning football. We need all nine position groups to learn how to play winning football. I think we're on the verge of doing that. But it's the small details. And I thought, you know, we took some major strides last year. We had the lead going into the fourth quarter eight times. I've never been a part of anything like that before. Mm. But we just didn't have enough competitive depth, quality depth to finish games. So we got ourselves so we were competitive. We're the first year we were non-competitive. We were just looking to field a football team. Didn't really know where we were at or where we were in the structure of the Sun Belt Conference. Year two, uh, we kind of knew now where we were at. You know, recruited a little bit differently from the high school ranks, and now it's year three. And the way I look at it, year one was year zero. Year uh, year two was year one, and now we're embarking really on the second year of our program. So, Coach, two wins, then three wins. I'm assuming four wins is not going to make you happy this season. Uh, what, what, you know, and again, no. I don't think anybody, anybody's expecting you guys to win a national title. And obviously going from three wins to winning a, even a Sunbelt Conference title with the competitive teams that are in league, I mean, you get some really, really good mid-majors in there with, you know, Coastal and App State. Obviously, it's a, it's a tall order. Troy was great last year. They're picked, I think, to win your division. Um, what, what's a bare minimum for you? What's a, what, what defines a successful season for you? Well, you know, a lot of people have always asked that, and I think it really comes down to do we underachieve or do we overachieve? I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, I'm excited. I think we've really added to our talent base from the high school ranks but also from the transfer portal as well. But I think for us, you know, can we be a team that overachieves? And, you know, I never look at win totals. I never look at anything like that because so many things go into managing the natural adversities of a long football season. But I know we're much better than when we came here. I know we're much better from a talent standpoint, from a depth standpoint, from a youthful standpoint, and just an overall mentality. But, you know, I expect us to be greatly uh, improved in all in all phases of our program and the way we play football and the way we go about it. So I'm very encouraged by what I see. 
Coach, we got to run. I appreciate the time very much. We will see you here in Little Rock coming up here in the not-too-distant future. Good luck to you uh, in the rest of camp, and hopefully we can talk to you before you guys kick it off with Oklahoma. Well, I'll tell you what, it won't be long till it's October 9th, so that's right around the corner. But appreciate for all that you do and Wolves Up and look forward to seeing everyone in Little Rock. All right, very good, Coach. Thank you so much.